Hey everybody, welcome to the sixth episode of the Leftist Film Podcast. We're your hosts, I'm Mitchell. And I'm Mike. And today we're going to be talking about Chappaquiddick. It's a political film, kind of in nature. Um, it already has a lot of political themes, of course, uh, dealing with the Kennedy family and and the uh, Chappaquiddick incident involving Ted Kennedy. Um, some listeners may uh, have lived through that time, some may have not. We did not, um, but yeah, some some folks kind of uh, have memories of that being in the news and, and already have an impression of that. Uh, since I didn't, I had only kind of studied it from afar and, and heard things here and there. This film was really interesting for me because it was the first time I'd seen the whole story play out kind of chronologically, and uh, so it was interesting. interesting. Yeah, it was really interesting. I thought it was a, 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 a really well... Uh, put together film and yeah agreed uh, cool to to see everything i didn't know uh anything about it prior to to going to this movie i probably heard about it and 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 ramblings and whatnot but um as as far as like actually like associating like the kennedy family and then like what actually happened i i, I didn't um know like extensively anything about yeah. it so it was it was really cool it was a totally new experience for me and and uh to to be able to see something that that like like you said uh put it in chronological order and and everything so it was it was really eye-opening to me and had no idea the 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 kennedy i knew the kennedy family was like totally like just fucked and and, and cursed and whatnot yeah and uh, sketchy but but just to, to see like one more incident like that uh, play out was was wild and, and fascinating. Right. I think at one point in the film, I don't remember exactly, but I believe that they even alluded to that kind of about like yeah, the Kennedy yeah, family yeah. curse, you know, they did. and 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 also, um, but no, this was no curse. This was uh, this was a, a really bad situation, a, a car wreck that. Um, that in the aftermath, Ted Kennedy seemed to make um, Senator Kennedy at the time seemed to make uh, every wrong decision possible. Following, yeah, if, so, if, if if there was a wrong decision to be made, he he pressed the button on he it did. as hard as he could. Definitely. Um, so almost comedic in a sense. I mean, it's a, it's a tragic story. But just to watch this person and this family handle this is, it's just one thing after another. Um, right, yeah, and they always say, like, there's 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 tragedy in comedy, so, right. or, or, or vice versa, or whatever, so it... Well, it's damn sure true for this one. Yeah, it, it really is. And, uh, but anyways, yeah, we're going uh, to talk about a couple of different themes today. I think we're going to focus on dynastic politi politics and kind of the... The family dynasties, you know, we've had the the Bush family, the Clintons, um, of course, the Roosevelts um, before, but uh, they were not quite as, as closely connected. Um, but the Kennedy family may be one of the most talked about, and right. certainly, I would say one of the more controversial, though, I guess they all had some of their, you know, controversies and, and their share of of ups and downs, but the Kennedy family certainly has remained um, polarizing almost yeah, uh, and, and controversial, especially the Chappaquiddick incident. So uh, we're going to talk about that, the, the dynasties, and uh, we're going to talk about some of the, 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 the privilege of the Kennedy family and how that uh, kind of juxtaposed that um, with the what seems to be the more middle class nature of uh, Mary Jo Kopechny, the victim Mary Jo Kopechny's family uh, and their experience and um, and we're also going to talk about we're going to dig a little bit into kind of the bourgeois politics of the, the Kennedy family and the, the cover ups and the just the calculated nature of it all. Um, so, should be an interesting episode. We, uh, we're going to jump in. Yeah, I'm excited. Here we go. All right, I'm going to read the plot here, uh, just an overview according to IMDb. 
the scandal and mysterious events surrounding the tragic drowning of a young woman as Ted Kennedy drove his car off the infamous bridge are revealed in the new movie starring Jason Clark as Ted Kennedy and Kate Mara as Mary Jo Kopechny. Not only did this event take the life of an aspiring political strategist and Kennedy insider, but it ultimately changed the course of presidential history forever. Through true accounts documented in the inquest from the investigation in 1969, director John Curran and writers Andrew Logan and Taylor Allen intimately exposed the broad reach of political power, the influence of America's most celebrated family, and the vulnerability of Ted Kennedy, the youngest son in the shadow of his family legacy. Um, yeah, and that's just that's a good little overview and kind of synopsis there. Of course, it was uh, as it stated there. It, it was directed by John Curran uh, or Curran, and written by uh, some first-time screenwriters, uh, Taylor Allen and Andrew Logan. From what I understand, this was one of those screenplays that was written and really kind of just factually based and based on the on the on the things that came to light in the uh, using the actual legal inquest into the to the cause of death wow. of Mary Jo Kopechny and they wanted to put out a just the facts kind of thing so all of that like stuff that like that's not like dramatized to, to any any extent it's like that's public record yeah I mean well it it I mean it may be dramatized to an extent. We don't know, but sure. but like the 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 events as they occurred, and the findings are supposed to be, you know, their, their source, their main source was the actual judicial inquest. Well, that's cool. Know, that I didn't was, know that. That was into the, that was you know, used to look into the actual cause of death of Mary Jo Kopechny. Right. So, cool. Cool. Um, it's at least presented as such. You know. Um, it's supposed to be just the facts, you know. Okay. Um, but apparently it was one of those screenplays that, that kind of bounced around Hollywood for a while. That was that a sense. really, kind of like a really well-written and respected screenplay, especially from first-time screenwriters. Yeah, yeah. But it was one that for political reasons or just, you know, financial or whatever, some actors didn't want to touch it, some studios didn't want to touch it, whatever. Um... But finally, it got made, and uh, everybody seems to be pretty happy that that that, that, that yeah. was the case. And uh, I wonder specifically why nobody wanted to touch it. Yeah, I know. I, Maybe not to shed such a negative light on on the Kennedys because they're so loved. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, but it's like that's that's apparently. I mean, you know, rumor has it. I guess we should say that that's like. Kind of why they started looking for somebody like Jason Clark, who's actually Australian. Oh, um, okay. So Jason Clark, who played Ted Kennedy, right, um, was actually an Australian. Cool. Dude. So, um, you know, take what you will from that. It may not really have anything to do with that specifically, but, um, anyways, it's uh, it's uh, as we've said, it's it starred Jason Clark as Ted Kennedy. Um, looks a lot like him. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, Ed Helms. As uh, Joseph Gargan, Jim Gaffigan as Markham, and Kate Mara as uh, Mary Jo Kopechny. Also had Bruce Dern as uh, Joseph Kennedy, um, and uh, just a just a whole slew of people. It had uh, Taylor Nichols as Sorensen, um, Clancy Brown as uh, Robert McNamara. Yeah, they were part of his like. Uh, you know that cleanup crew, right? Damage right. control, whatever that that his father brought in. A uh, ton of people, and it was. I thought it was a great cast. I thought the casting was. It really was, yeah. Yeah, was like, it was interesting. Uh, I'm a I'm a huge fan of, of Jim Gaffigan's uh, comedy. Mm -hmm. uh, it was it was super interesting to see him in such a serious role. Yeah, and Ed Helms too. You know. Yeah, you, right, you, right. Those two in any film, you'd think it was going to be like a comedy, but it. But I thought they did. A, they pulled it off really well. They, for, they for serious did. Roles, yeah. So. Uh, so good on them, man. They're they were they were super solid. Um, um, yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I really enjoyed the film. Uh, usually, we rate our films as you've said in the past. Right. Uh, we haven't done it, I think, on every episode, but um, for the sake of consistency, uh, let's start doing that. What do you think? Uh, 
one to ten scale, what do you give this thing? I'd have to say somewhere between like a, a, a seven and a, and a seven and a half. Yeah. Um, I didn't know too much. Like like I said, I, I didn't know uh, too much about it going in, and it, it maintained my attention, which is, is pretty hard for, <laughs> for movies to do. Um, and I, I, I thought it ended up being a, a, a extremely well fleshed out movie. Uh, the, the acting was was fantastic. Uh, some of the shots, uh, some of the cinematography and the, and the directing was was top notch. Uh, like you said, for, for first time screenwriters, uh, that was that I'm just now finding out about that, and that yeah. that makes it even more of, a, of an accomplished film. What about yeah. you? Uh, I think yeah, I think I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. I mean. I'd love to see it again. It's pretty new, still in theaters. You know, we've only seen it once. Right. I'd love to see it again, and it may grow on me. Typically, things do like that. Um, you find more out about it. You catch little things you didn't the first time around. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say a solid seven and a half. And uh, you know, it was a little slow at points, but I thought it was still fairly well paced. And yeah, um, you know, if pressed, I could give it an eight. I mean, I, I'd probably say seven and a half to an eight, somewhere along in there. Um, I enjoyed it. You know, let's talk about the acting real quick, though. Let's break down just a few aspects of the film um, before we dive into the political nature of it. Um, I thought it was well acted, like we talked about. You yep. know, Jason Clark did a great job. I thought his accent was pretty good. That Kennedy accent, that kind of yeah. Massachusetts yeah. thing, for, especially I, I had, for being Australian. You right, know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, um, we, I don't know if I could suppress my southern accent long enough to carry <laughs> uh, carry that kind of uh, right. You know, so like um, it it always amazes me how how well uh, one in particular was was Hugh Laurie's accent for for playing Doctor House. I was I was totally blown away yeah. when when I found out he was he was an English actor. Um, Christian and, and, Bale too. I didn't know he right, was yeah, from he's, the U.S. He's Welsh or, or something. I believe like so. That. Yeah, um, and. And for for not only like to, to nail that American accent is is like uh, an achievement, but to to then like add that uh, they're they're from Boston, right? Yeah, Massachusetts in general. I mean, like you know, I don't know where exactly they were living at the time, but yeah, it's just that kind of like that Bostonian kind just of yeah. nasally, just whatever accent that is, right? That, yeah, it, to put another accent on top of it. You know, right, right. It's, it's like, an accent upon an accent, and and yeah, that you just blew me away by <laughs> saying he was Australian. That's, I know, right? That's wild. And uh, I also, I think Kate Mara did a hell of a job. She did. She was only in like the first, kind of the first part, and then maybe the first like twenty minutes, maybe thirty, and then maybe flashbacks from right. that point on. But I thought it was super super good what she did and um i'd have to say for jason clark i think maybe that one of those first scenes where he crashes the car off the bridge and then crawls out and then walks back you see him walking back to the little party that they're having right. um, with what they call the this group of girls who worked on uh, Bobby Kennedy's campaign, the Boiler Room Girls, uh, of which um, Mary Jo Kopechny was was one, and uh, he he got in the back seat of that car, and you know you could read it on his face. Yeah, and it was you know, and, and then of course that line, um, he said you got to get you know get Joe and them and and Markham, and they come out. And he says, what's wrong? And he says, I'll never be president. You know, yeah. That's the thing that was paramount to him at that point. Um, so I, I thought that was a really well-acted scene, just to carry that kind of thing. Um, and then the, uh, the flashbacks to um, shortly after, when they go back, they try to find her again and get her out, and they can't. So they decide that uh, that uh, I guess there's no hope, you know, for that right. kind of thing. And and there's a scene, and we'll get to the kind of the chronology of this here in just a second. But um, but I thought this the flashbacks of 
when Mary Jo's character uh, was was drowning and, and gasping for air, some of those last breaths in that in that car really were heavy. Yeah, you know, yeah, I it was. Like that was uh, I thought Kate Mara did a hell of a job there of conveying that kind of weight and that kind of emotion and. Uh, yeah, I thought that was really something. Um, moving on to uh, to the directing and kind of the cinematography and just how the film looked. I know there's a lot of aspects uh, and a lot of different people that have that have gone, you know, different jobs and, and, and different work that goes into to making that happen. And it was all really great uh, in this one. You know, they got the, the, the period right uh, back in the late 60s and early 70s, and, um, you know, everything looked great. Uh, I think my favorite scene, I guess visually speaking, is kind of where after the car crashes, and, and I think it kind of, I guess, does it flip upside down? It does, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so then they, they show this scene kind of from... Uh, from you know, above the car, mm -hmm. looking down on the bridge in the water, and you can see the headlights still shining through. Yeah, it was like diagonally across, like the, the car was like that, and the camera's looking at it like, I'm pantomiming it on my hands, the but it, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and, and then you could see like the, the lights shining on the on the bottom of the of the sea floor, or whatever you want to call right. it. Right, lake, I guess. Um, I think they called it a pond in the film. Really? Uh, yeah, whatever it, whatever yeah, it's technically. It was, it was something, um, but but, but it, yeah. it looked great. Whatever. Yeah, the, 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 the headlights and shining through the kind of on that the floor of that mm -hmm. lake or pond or whatever the hell it is. Um, but I thought I thought visually that was probably the most impactful thing um, because it also the, the you know it was at night and it had a sense of dread and yep. a sense of like just that weight again that that kind of heavy feeling to it right. really conveyed a lot um i thought I, how about you i think yeah i think my my favorite um not necessarily scene but it was a it was a shot it was it was after it was after the wreck um and he he might have been like staring down at the car or or like maybe just staring off in the distance it was either one of those and um the it, it the director did well to like highlight his face and then there was the, the the moon like hanging over him and there was like the the moon like wasn't blurred out or anything like some like some of those shots are uh so i i kind of took that as as like it was it was um the the moon hung over ted and 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 the wreck um as as if it was like the expectations from from his brother uh john f kennedy um that's a great point. That's yeah. a great point. And, and because we should point out um, that the film does begin with with him giving an interview about what will be the moon landing, right. you know, soon after this incident, um, which, of course, uh, JFK kind of... Started? Um, yeah, I mean, he kind of, like, uh, he kind of... You know, made that a, a made a point to make that a kind of an initiative and a goal, and and uh, so you know the, the 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 speech. You know, of course, to quote uh, to quote John F. Kennedy is you know we're going to go to the moon not because it is easy but because it is hard and all right. that stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm paraphrasing to an extent, but of course it's very famous. You know, uh, most most know that. Um, and Ted Kennedy at the very beginning of the film, it was kind of flashing back and forth. Uh, between the incident and going to, to Chappaquiddick and uh, and him being interviewed about that mm -hmm. and about the legacy of his brother yep. uh, or brothers, I, I, you I, know. Yeah, right. I believe he even uh, specifically gets asked, "What's it like living in the shadow?" Right. Of JFK. So, so I thought. Didn't I, he walk away? He did. Yeah. He, yeah. He didn't answer. He he ended the interview. Right there, and uh, so so I thought that was a, a, a really cool shot that like <clears throat> specifically like wanted to point out the the expectations of what was looming over over Ted Kennedy that being the moon. Uh, so I I don't know if that was intentional, but but that's just uh, yeah, that's that, cool. That's super cool. I I I, I did think that was a, a cool shot. Yeah.
Well said. Very good point. That's not something I noticed, but that's uh, if it wasn't intentional, man, that was that was really uh, really well put together. You know. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you know the writing. I mean, we talked about uh, the 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 first time screenwriters and what a great job they they did, and I think people respect and and appreciate the screenplay and especially the fact based kind of approach. I, I didn't think it picked a side really. No. Know? I mean, I really. It just seemed to kind of right when you would think that they're yeah. going to go right. give Ted Kennedy, you know, some sympathy. Some sympathy. Um, they then made the senator look just as silly as he was yeah. at some time, you know. Uh, I, yeah, I, I even took down like I was getting frustrated because like they they kept like going back and forth, and and one of my notes is was like, <clears throat> is Ted Kennedy supposed to be like a, a hero in this? Mm. Um, and then every time that they they would uh, make me feel that way, they would then immediately, almost after, like counterbalance it, and and so yeah, I, I think it didn't end up showing a, a bias, and like you said, it, it it pointed him out as at at his worst moments, and and uh, I don't know if he had a best moment. He had some better ones, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess he, he had decent moments, I suppose. Yeah. So definitely a, a really solid balance there. I mean, that's almost like something you would expect from a really seasoned veteran writer is right. being able to balance those. So I mean, shout out to to those two. I mean, that's a that's a, a really a, a really great thing I think about the writing of this film. But uh, I thought you know a lot of it. I think there was a balance between the political and kind of a meditation on the inner workings of family and especially a family in politics. With huge expectations, certainly, you know, uh, being the Kennedys, so I thought that was super cool, um, and that was written in there, you know, very well. Um, and uh, I'd say, if I, you know, I, 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 I have a favorite line. Um, okay. Now I'm I'm jumping to the end, but since we're talking about the writing, um, I'd like to to mention this real quick, but. Um, you know, when he's talking, when when Senator Kennedy is about to give the address to the country, kind of explaining the the, the whole incident um, and and how it was written out. There was one that was written out from the the political group mm -hmm. um, of you know experienced folks that his father employed, and and then there was one that I guess Joe, that the cousin Joe, played by Ed Helms, had kind of put together a. Something and, and and brought it to him and um, and and you see Senator Kennedy trying to explain away how he's going to turn this into a vote getting opportunity right. essentially and and he said you know uh, Ted Kennedy said uh, quote Moses had a temper Judas betrayed Jesus and I have Chappaquiddick end quote um, and and uh, Joe replies to him and says, uh, quote, Moses had a temper, but he never left a girl at the bottom of a river. Shit. End quote. You know, so uh, I just thought that was... That's heavy. Yeah, and I thought it was one of those notes to go out on yeah. in the film that, again, reinforced he's not the good guy here. Right. He no, There's he not wouldn't. a good guy. You know, if there is a good guy, it's probably Ed Helms' character. Right, yeah. Who yeah. tried to be the kind of moral and ethical voice of reason in that damn situation Yeah, he was family. consistently the, the, the voice of reason, and, and he and had not it. Not often listened to. No, no. Because the, the, the everybody else had an ego, you know. Senator mm -hmm. Kennedy had that ego and that... Um, that whole thing that that you know just uh, kind of outweighed any reason or anything that 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 his friend and I guess Kennedy family friend cousin adopted sure. son lawyer all of those things tried to provide. Um, so, anyways, I just thought we'd uh, we'd spend a little time talking about the film itself. Uh, before jumping into the political aspects. Anything else about the film itself? I don't think so. Cool. Um, so we're going to jump into some of these things that are uh, a little more political in nature, um, and we'll try to do so in somewhat chronological order of the way they occur in the film. 
um, after the incident, we'll, we'll kind of start back with the incident. Okay. Um, after the incident, of course, he says that he'll never be president. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a little bit hard to, 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 to kind of separate the calculated political maneuvering in this film with the dynastic politics and the privilege and the other things. So you have to excuse us if we can't, you know, talk about separate issues uh, and divide them up very clearly because they're all so kind of interwoven throughout right. uh, this story. But um, that is that is something that is that is really impactful. Is is it's just the fact that he realizes one of the first things on his mind is that he'll never be president now. Yeah, not that he got a girl killed or anything. Right. Um, and and not that he re just wrecked the fucking car. I mean, yeah. anybody else that has to pay for that shit, you know, is any working people or regular people be also like, you know, understand? I'm gonna get to work now. Yeah, I mean, understand that there's a first and foremost, of course, there is a life at stake, uh, and then also just the practical fallout of of that and 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 everything else. I mean, it's just you know, none of that seemed to phase him. I guess is no. my point. Um, and just his hopes and dreams are, are right. what mattered. And that was reinforced as well because before that, um, they were all toasting him at the party, mm -hmm. saying, here's to you being president in 72 and, and that kind of shit. You know? So, I mean, it was almost a foregone conclusion in their minds that the next Kennedy would be the next president, you know? Um, yeah, they, they just assumed. and Right. So, I mean... That kind of arrogance, you know, that's that may be kind of a sense of that privilege and and dynasty and everything as well. Yeah, it, it's very much like like Icarus flying too close to the sun, and he uh, he got too close and got too arrogant, and then his wings got all burnt up, and yep. and he went crashing to the ground, much like like old Ted's car. Yeah, you could uh, you could definitely find some some parallels between some of those you know parables and different different stories sure. throughout um, oddly enough but um, yeah I, I thought that they you know I just thought it was it was pretty arrogant and pretty mm -hmm. but also kind of calculated and, 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 and political in the sense that it's just he's a Kennedy you know right and, and yeah. those, those 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 people that were there partying with him are other people that'll likely run the campaign and do mm -hmm. other things, and though Mary Jo um, was talking about getting out of it and not being a part of that, working for a Kennedy any longer, doing local elections and stuff, so um, who knows? But too little, too late, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and 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 so you know they're doing that at the at the party, and and there's you know alcohol going around, and they're and they're partying and. And then uh, Ted um, is going to give a ride to Mary Jo because they have to take the ferry back across. And so from the island, Chappaquiddick Island or whatever it's referred to as technically. Um, and, and they stop and they get out of the car and they're talking for a little while and, and just kind of... Uh, kind of having a conversation with one another and 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 open it up a little bit and um and senator kennedy uh talks about the expectations a little bit there of his father and he says um this is to quote his what his what he is saying his father said in the film um quote you can choose to live a serious life or a non-serious life if you choose a non-serious life i won't have much time for you End quote. And that's uh, Joseph Kennedy Sr., you know, kind of right. putting those expectations on um, on Ted Kennedy young, you know, when he was still young. Um, and so there was there were those expectations of that, fulfilling the dynasty, those, you know, dynastic tendencies. And um, he also says something... Um, and this, I'll, I'll, I believe, I'll have to paraphrase because um, I don't remember exactly how they got in and out of this, but he was talking about, did the country need him 
or they just needed his right, name. Right, right, right. So, you know, at one point he said they just needed my name, you know, or, 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 or something like that. And, and that was impactful because he's kind of, at, on one hand, there's all this kind of hubris and kind of uh, arrogance of going to be president. You know, and um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of foregone conclusion. And then uh, when he's opening up, though, you know, he's kind of saying that I'm not sure it's because of me rather than just my name. You know, right. and, and and so there's also then the question of putting someone like that in a leadership position and expecting them to succeed when really they feel that the only thing that is valued is, is something like their name and not the work that they can do or, or whatever. Um, again, see, at this point, you may be trying to have some sympathy for this for this character, mm-hmm. for this person, you know, um, because yeah, of those... Yeah, because he kind of paints himself as like an underdog, which is, is, is strange. Which is funny, because he's, yeah. He's, he's a fucking Kennedy, um, but... I mean, yeah, it's 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 just it's it's kind of funny. I mean, um, it's just laughable, you know. It kind yeah, of the way it, that in one moment he wants to 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 paint himself as as an underdog, like I said, and then there's other moments where he's just like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna win." Right. And uh, after it happens, oh, we can get out of this. Yeah. I'm I'm above this. You right. Know? I'm above the law, and I'm above, you know the fallout of this whole thing and um so it you know then uh the in the next scene the, the car crashes the incident occurs um he's he swims to shore after it does he goes back to try and um uh get her out i guess and i have no fucking clue how he got out of that car yeah me because neither. when he swims back you know the, the doors and windows and everything are up and shut and he can't mm-hmm. do anything about it and the, the windshield's not busted nothing so um so he's not able to do that um so that's when of course we discussed uh, that well acted scene of, of him walking back and saying they'll never be president and so on and so forth and the fallout ensues right mm-hmm. and also the cover up um so then you know after they go back and they're not able to 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 successfully get her out or anything, um, it kind of, it, I guess the next, he's going to go home and try to get some sleep, um, and it talks about, or at least where he's staying at the time, and, uh, you know, Cousin Joe, Lawyer Joe, whatever, family friend, Ed Helms' character is trying to say, you've got you've to call this in, you know. Don't waste time. There's a phone right in here, you know. Yeah. Kind of just nudging him in the right direction, at least you know at this point, trying to do like the ethical thing or just the thing that will, will, you could save a life if 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 Mary Jo Kopechny is still alive in that car. Right. You yeah. Know? Um, in fact, the next day, the diver who's trying to to get her out of the car, get her body out of the car says that he could have had her out in 15 or 20 minutes had he just been you know, notified right. right yeah so i mean golly that's just that's uh again too little too late like you yeah. said i mean that's heartbreaking just, as well yeah so so he's trying to nudge him in that direction and and jim gaffigan's character agrees says yeah you got to do that you know and uh, and so he says yeah i'll turn it in or you know i'll call it in um and then he he goes back and and he uh it shows him getting in this bath and and he's laying that's another good scene is he's kind of laying underwater in a bath and staring up at the ceiling and that's when it's flashing back to her gasping for air also underwater yeah another really great scene yeah yeah it is and uh just that juxtaposition is really interesting because it it also shows his privilege in the fallout and everything um yeah like, like how far away and buffered from the consequence he is yeah he's he's taken a bath and and probably more uh, feeling sorry for himself that because of of his uh first immediate reaction was i'm, I'm not going to be president uh so he gets to just go home and take a bath about it meanwhile mary joe is 
quite literally drowning. Right. So, um, and you know, it's uh, it's almost like he was trying to put himself in that position, despite all of the privilege, because he was mm -hmm. laying there underwater and um, never going to happen. He was so insulated from it. Right. Um, so that's how a lot of that, those privilege and, and, and kind of dynasties and and everything can work is is is, is insulating them from consequence and that's probably a lot of what caused him to consistently make the wrong decision thinking the consequence won't find him you know um and we'll talk more about uh the sentencing and the actual consequence uh, here in a little bit but um the next day um her body is, is found the car is found her body's found as he's trying to sit down for brunch, he's cleaned up and sit down <laughs> for brunch, and uh, and uh, Joe realizes that he didn't call it in. He goes and finds him and interrupts the brunch, and uh, and Senator Kennedy even tries to blow him off and say, "Don't be rude, we're having brunch," and he's like, "No, yeah. you need to hear this. You know, this is important." So. Um, so he pulls him out of there and he he tells him what's going on and 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 Kennedy has the the nerve to say you should have known you should have called it in you're the you're it's this is your I fault I know like I mean mm. you know again just so insulated by privilege and and everything from consequence that it's just I mean he just tries to put it off on somebody else and um, and then he then he goes through okay well I'm gonna call it in but I'm gonna say Mary Jo was driving or. You know, I mean, just cycles through all of these bullshit excuses and corners he can cut and different things, and it's almost a little painful to watch mm -hmm. in the film, you know, because of the extent to which he will go to avoid responsibility. Right. Um, so that is... Uh, it, it really... It, it shows a lot. Like, a little hard to watch, but him being so... Um, you know, just 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 uh, arrogant as to uh, try and blame Joe. Um, but yep, he uh, he tries to avoid the responsibility of that again, um, and uh, I guess it's a little bit before that. Uh, I believe uh, before he goes and talks with uh, before. His cousin Joe goes and talks with uh, with the senator that he goes, um, could be after, could be right after, but it's a little bit of damage control. Um, and he goes and and uh, goes back to the little cabin or whatever where the party mm -hmm. took place and, and says we got to clean up all, this, all these bottles and all this shit. And, uh, you know, that's where the cover-up kind of begins and... and, and uh, one of the boiler room girls that was a friend and associate of Mary Jo, one of the first things that she says is, uh, what can we do to help the senator? You know, yeah, that's amazing. Like she, I mean, she didn't have any concern over Mary Jo and, and like, they were supposed to be like friends or whatever. And it yeah, just, it they just seemed, seemed close in some way. Right. I mean, it, it, it seemed very cold. Um, like for calculated politics, you know I mean? Exactly. Um, well, don't have time to grieve over this. What's what's the next step? And uh, which is just shitty, in, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's where we can talk a little bit about the kind of nature of bourgeois politics and kind of um, the lack of you know time for sympathy and going right into the uh, or, or or for grieving or anything like that. Um, it forces you to go right into PR and cover up and, and all these modes that are so got to be so unhealthy for for someone's yeah, psyche and and, and and it's like that on 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 every issue because like politicians immediately jump on on uh, tragedies and and find a way to make a like you said a, a, a PR it's damage control it. above, right. you know and how do we get the votes back or not lose votes or whatever and. And uh, you know, full disclosure, I, I myself work in politics, um, and and it's but it's it's uh, data and kind of analytics driven uh, more than anything, and um, 
and, and, and kind of on the campaign side rather than the, uh, than the, um, I guess, um, working for the elected official side and PR, sure. PR and everything like that. But uh, I've been very fortunate to to work for nothing but great candidates and great people, and um, and it's a uh, just a shame when you see that kind of thing start working its way in politics. But I can attest to it; it's there. Unfortunately, I mean, you know, um, it can get it can get like that. I mean, I can't even imagine um, how much there is of, of that kind of thing in, in in politics especially involving something like this when, when it's the Kennedy name at stake right when it's there's so much money involved there's so much you know it's just uh, it's mind-blowing you know mm-hmm. the uh, the the amount of uh, it, that that the amount of cover-up but also just that reflex you know um, it's uh it's a shame but that was that was their go-to you know and it's uh damage control um speaking of of you know political calculation and damage control and everything um he he calls his father joe senior at this point and he says he, he tells him what's happened and um this was actually a little before i guess but uh he tells him what's happened and all, all he can say is alibi you know tries to kind of you know, begin the cover up and everything. Right. And, um, but uh, he brings in, in, you know, McNamara and different different people that uh, are very politically seasoned and and can get him out of this thing, you know, and and further insulate him from it. Right. Um, Finagle him out somehow. Right. And uh, and it's just, you know, you see that personality of, of, of Joseph Kennedy Sr. and it's a little bit hard to watch too mm-hmm. their, their relationship within their family you can tell that he's kind of the brother he's the the, the, the last you know the youngest brother but it's it's hard to tell if the expectations are, are too high or too low I mean because they have these expectations of f- fulfilling this dynasty, but they don't seem to to, to, to really have any faith in in you know Good in, point. in yeah. Ted Kennedy that he can or will or won't make an ass out of himself. Um, so uh, there's that too, and that's a little bit you know hard to watch that conflict there. And it, but it, it also sure. yeah. you've got to you've got to give it to the to the the film and the actors and everybody for really playing that up, you know, really conveying that. Um, they uh, it's one thing after another at this point. Now that we're in the cover up, I mean, he yeah, continues he, he, to make the wrong decision. <laughs> yeah. do, you wanna, do you want to talk about the sedatives, the 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 concussion? Oh yeah, he calls yeah, somebody from right. the New York Times, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, that was. I mean, immediately, because they they say like um, that he should he should say that he he was concussed. Yeah, he he, he was concussed, and uh, I, I I believe like still concussed or or like. Well, yeah, I mean, it you know it hadn't been that long after the incident at that right, point because he was still wearing he he goes on to wear the neck brace at the at the funeral and uh, anyway. Back to the original point. Yeah, they wanted to like leak a story in the New York Times before the press got to it, I guess. Right, and, and um, control the narrative. Sure, and then he was like supposedly on on sedatives, which is, I mean, any any anybody that that knows anything about like not even like medicine in particular, but like if you watch any kind of sports or anything, like um, yeah, one one of the main things it said like. If you get a concussion, the the first thing you're you're like never to do like immediately after is is like go to sleep. Right. It could it could kill you and, and like that's don't lay down, don't go to sleep, don't take anything that'll put you out. Yeah, right. Um, so this is all to garner sympathy, mm-hmm. and so Ted thinks that if he tells the reporter that he's on sedatives as well and all this, it'll with it'll, a concussion, it'll lead to more sympathy. 
when in fact it just it's just a bonehead move i mean anybody really worth is. their salt knows that 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 uh that that's the who if 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 that was the case then then whoever that doctor was should be immediately fired and it's worth noting that there is a doctor as part of this crew that's sitting in this room uh, at the Kennedy estate or whatever that's kind of saying like I didn't say any of this right you know? like, yeah hold on I mean that's, I that's terrible even, advice I haven't why, even looked at him yet why so would I do that <laughs> they're already saying well say the doctor said this and he's going wait a minute I, I haven't up. even seen him you know <laughs> uh, so he goes back into the room after making that call with the with all of these kind of operatives and, and people and and I guess he lets it slip that that's what he said or something uh, and and uh, and they're they they they're all appalled at that mm -hmm. point. They realize that he's stepped in it again. And I think it's McNamara's character, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, who says that, you know, this the, the, the Bay of Pigs op was a better run operation. Yeah, and it failed um, miserably. Of course, and uh, another Kennedy claim to fame. And um, so I just, you know, it's just like, Jesus, this guy's... You know, just stepping in it left and right. Um, I think something that really struck me was, again, back to kind of the juxtaposition between the two families and, and dealing with the fallout and everything, is you see that watching the moon landing, you know, mm -hmm. um, and the fallout on the news. I mean, all these things you, you see when they're watching these things that the, the, the Kennedy families grouped together and um, in their home and, and, and kind of again insulated from all of this and the uh, Mary Jo's parents are just, just the two of them sitting there it's really kind of a sad scene because yeah, it really was they're sitting there just in the in the kind of in the glow of the television just kind of taking it all in and the news and the moon landing and different things and Soaking it up and 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 just it's just they appear a regular middle class kind yeah, of family. Yeah, it was really sobering. Yeah, and you see that that you know, I guess there is uh, there are a couple of people trying to reach out to them and operatives from the Kennedy family trying to work on them. I don't know if it was to comfort the family or if it was to just you know keep them from being a problem. You know, mm -hmm. more calculation, but. Um, but they really weren't able to be insulated from it. I mean, they were they were really having to soak it all up and absorb a lot of that grief, and and it was uh, one of the more moving but but really heartbreaking scenes is is yeah. showing them in, in just a regular house, just kind of sitting there and without their dog. Yeah, yeah. trying to trying to understand it, and it was uh, sobering, like you said. Um, as for the funeral, they. Uh, Moving on a little bit in the in the film, there uh, there's gonna be a funeral, of course, and and before it to I guess kind of play up the sympathy again. Um, Ted tries tries his neck brace on, and uh, another just stepping in it again. Yep, just another bonehead just move. One I mean. stupid fucking move after another. And it's just so self-absorbed, and it's just it's to garner politics. him sympathy when when and he's at, and yeah when he's at, at a funeral of a girl that he technically killed yeah and uh, so uh, the, the the cousin Joe again the kind of the voice of reason comes in there he's like the moral compass you, of the movie yeah he's like what are you doing you know I mean it's ridiculous and and he and he's like I mean. You know, this looks silly, this is bullshit, and tries to wrestle it away from him. Then he goes, and Kennedy goes and asks uh, the other group of people if that's an acceptable thing, and they, they laugh they, at they him. They tell and, him it's a terrible idea, too. But he wears it anyways. <laughs> Again, that kind of, you know, hubris. I'm do what just, I want. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's another kind of, uh, I believe he even says, uh, to garner sympathy from the constituents, you know. I mean, that's just... That's more of that bullshit and uh, short-sighted political calculation, mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, I guess it worked to an extent. He went on to have a, a long career, um, but as a senator. But um, when they're in the car 
on the way to the funeral, his wife is with him, and and he says, you know, I believe Joan Kennedy is her name, and he says, uh, he says, you know, thanks for being here or doing this or whatever, and, and she says something like, go fuck yourself, Ted. Go fuck yourself, Joe. Yeah. And, uh, so that was like, my, that was that was a that was a solid Boston accent I just good. did there. Um, but you're not Australian, so. Oh man. You didn't have to work. You know, you had to work That's twice as hard to achieve. That's it. true. I mean, Shit. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, it's just that's that's that was for show. You yeah. Know? I mean, their marriage is, I guess, kind of in in disrepair, and then it's still just a political show, right? You know? Um, afterwards, after the press latches on to, um, oh, I would like to point out that I believe, um, uh, one of them, is it Joe that's talking to the parents, to Mary Jo's parents at the funeral? And he's saying how remorseful he feels about all this, and he tried and everything. So. Again, trying to do the right thing, and they, mm-hmm. they're just like, what's your name? Who are you? You know, <laughs> I mean, because they're so out of the fucking loop and yeah. kept that way. And Kennedy's trying to soak up all the all the sympathy and, and light and everything. And, um, and they're kind of just having to be witness, just bear witness to the spectacle, you mm-hmm. know, and grieve in the process. But um, anyways, you know, once the... Uh, once the the media gets a hold of the neck brace thing and, and tears him up for it, because they see right through it. Yeah. The next day, then he sees in the newspaper and he's like, "Oh yeah, that was a mistake. I see that now." Well, it's too late, you know. A lot of this shit with him, there's a trend of too late, yeah. you know, too little, yeah. too late, and um, so you know, he gives this speech kind of, and McNamara says that there, there you go, you've got something, and yeah. and they're talking about trying to make a make a speech on television, and and again, cousin Joe says like you're not the martyr, you're not the victim. Um, um, at some point after that, he wants to talk to his to his dad, Joe Senior, and and he says something to the effect of. Um, I want to be a great man. I just don't know who I am. Yeah. And that's interesting for a couple of different reasons to me. And um, isn't that where Joe Sr. slaps him in the face? Yep. Yeah. So it's like, you know, on one hand, yeah, Joe Sr.'s probably like, man, you've made a mockery of this whole thing. And But at the same time, I mean, you know, Joe Senior is so far from blameless in all yeah. of this. So I mean, um, you could tell like through the, through the entire movie, uh, Ted Kennedy was really conflicted internally, um, which I don't I don't want to like uh, take up for him by any means. But I think a lot of it came like a lot of his stupid decisions came from like having to. To live up the to these expectations, and, yeah. and I, I think that's what. Well, what, and none of it was uh, good on his psyche, you know. Yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah, this was a couple of years after, um, after if even that, after uh, Bobby Kennedy was killed on the campaign trail, and then years earlier, obviously, Jack Kennedy was killed and in, in the office of the presidency in, in Dallas, and. Um, so I mean, and and of course, Joseph Jr., the first brother who was supposed to fulfill all of these expectations, was I believe he died in the war. Didn't he did. He? Yep. So, um, I mean, you know, not to give them that sympathy, but it just shows the why there was so much conflict, kind of in the mind of of you know, sure, of uh, of of Ted Kennedy, but. Um, if uh, if you disagree, if we're giving him too much credit, please tweet us. Tell us we're full of shit for it. And we'll, uh... <laughs> but uh, no, we uh, yeah, he was just a, a a damn interesting character. But uh, but yeah, so there's uh, there's also this kind of great man theory of history, right? That it. It's kind of very Western in the way that, like, you know, I think we've talked about a little bit before. Um, 
but it's it's uh, I think we talked about it last week a little bit, but um, it just kind of you know those figures throughout history and the Kennedys are one. You know, each Kennedy has been one. They're seen as these great you know um, men upon which history sh you know you know upon their shoulders kind of uh, they they they. They carry the burden of history, I guess, is mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say. Where it, some of it kind of hinges on them, and and that's not true. I mean, it's it's a really kind of a fallacy and, and fallacious kind of argument or, or view of history or, or whatever you'd like to call it. Um, but again, Ted Kennedy says like, I want to be that great man, but I don't know who I am. I think he's just kind of struggling with like, why right. don't I feel as great as I'm supposed to be, or mm -hmm. why can't I seem to live up to this kind of greatness that I supposedly have because of my name or whatever? Um, and the, the the great man theory is something very much worth uh, worth looking into, even if just to disregard. But um, it it it's really you can spot it throughout a lot of our history and, and the way it's retold. Right. Um, so that kind of is, is a part of that. Um, but, uh, you know, moves on to, uh, to discuss, to, to try and go on TV and discuss this. And, and, uh, it's, it's still calculated, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, going to be a big show essentially. And he's going to go on, on television and, and uh, try to get that sympathy and 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 get it's vote getting opportunity, you know. Mm -hmm. And he he wants to. It's even talked about as that, you know. It's talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. They don't they don't mince any any words, but no, no. Yeah, it's a political make, operation. Yeah, they they make their their intentions clear with it. Unfortunately, right. That's that's all it was. Um. So. Um. He goes on there. And. Uh, and of course, we talked about right before. Um, Cousin Joe says, "I'm out. I'm moving out of here." Because Ted Kennedy says, "You're part of his family. You better start acting like it." You know, uh, I'm talking about being a part of the cover-up and stop trying to be such a, you know, voice of reason almost in this whole thing. And right. And just kind of buy in. And he won't. He says he's moving out. And uh, and he makes him hold the fucking cards that are big cue cards Shitty. behind the camera. To uh, to the the things he's gonna say, um, to to turn this into a PR, you know, circus, mm -hmm. and and uh, so you can tell that that's for for his, the cousin Joe or whatever. That's kind of the last straw, and it's a humiliating kind of experience to sit there and watch him bullshit America like that. But um, but you know, nonetheless, it's. Uh, it's sobering, as you said. A lot of this film is, you yeah. Know? Um, and uh, after the speech, there was, uh, you know, we we have to talk about the fact that the sentencing was, it was like two months or something that he was, yeah, you know, given. Long. He was since it was handed down to be like two months, and and then that was, uh, you know, put off. It was you know suspended, and and he he ended up getting probation. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, and of course, went on to uh, to serve until I think like 2009, which I think he died still a senator in office. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I think that's what the 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 the, the end like information. Yeah, said it in tells the movie. you something about it afterwards. Kind of, you know, wraps it up. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, do you have any kind of lingering thoughts on the on the political nature of the film I mean you know and, like I said we're having to cover it all kind of um, those 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 dynastic politics and the family and, and the, the calculated stuff right. and privilege I mean you just couldn't separate we just had to talk about it all as we went but. yeah we, we I mean even even not even like specifically leftists know that that politics is a dirty dirty game um, us on on the left are are hyper aware of 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 the the shitty even more shitty things that that go on and I think this film really did a a, a superb job of like exposing it 
the the the, the underside and the and the darker yeah. things with of, with really just having to tell the story on a right. flat base. That's why the sad part is like, you know, it's not even a house of cards or something like right, that where yeah. it's like entirely. You know, it draws from like a real things, but it's like a lot of it is dramatized and shit. No, man, this was just, for the most part, was pretty straight up and and uh, and still leaves you with that yeah and that feeling of like just, it's how factual. troubled it all is. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it it just really exposed even more just what what a, a dark game political or politics are. Yeah, yep, for sure. Um, Speaking of that, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, about the current Kennedy, Joe Kennedy the third? I guess. Oh fuck him! Who's a, a member of Congress? I mean, it's like, um, it, you know, they're talking about about running yeah, him in, liberal, in liberals whatever. busted a collective nut over <laughs> over his his speech a few months ago. Um, his response to the State of the Union, right? Just and and it was. What irritated me the most was was you pointed it out to me, and then when I watched it, him him standing in like this this garage yeah. with, with a Mustang in the back or like behind him with with, it, with, with the, the hood, hood up, up. Yeah. like like man like how much are like it, it it was so clear he's trying to, his his damnedest to appeal to the working class with that yeah. because they know that that's kind of like. You know, they. I guess the kind of political operatives know that the working people need to be a part of this, and and you know, some of them went for Trump for various reasons. Some of them went for Bernie for various reasons or whatever. Right. And I think Hillary lost a lot of those people, um, especially in, in in some of those states, Michigan and and, and Pennsylvania and, and different places. And, right. And. Uh, I think they know they have to try and appeal to those people, but another Kennedy is not the way to do that. No. And and you know, none of these kind of bourgeois, super you know, kind of privileged, slick politicians are going to do that. You know, they're not going to get the job done. And and uh, ultimately, ultimately, we may believe that um, uh, as leftists, uh, depending on your tendency or, or viewpoint that uh, no bourgeois politician or political movement will get that job done. Um, that it's gonna that it's gonna require you know massive working class support um, to change the, the 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 course and direction of of everything that's happening now. But um, I I also don't even know that that putting someone like that in there is going to help anyone. In the meantime, you know, I, I don't know that, uh, you know, the people that need their health care and Social Security and, and different things that um, what's talked about is the kind of continuity of services. If mm -hmm. should a revolutionary action occur or something like that or some big, you know, shift, um, I, I don't even know if he would be the right person to be able to continue that on the basis that it exists currently or existed under previous, you know, bourgeois liberal presidents. Um, I I, uh, I don't have much faith in the in, in the Kennedy dynasty. But No, not at all. Um, but it's uh, it was very it was it just reeked of that calculation again, like you said, for the for the trying to garner the working class. Mm -hmm. You know, and everybody, you know, a lot of liberals were talking about, oh, he was sweating a bunch and he was nervous and he, he said this wrong, said that. I don't give a shit about any of that. I give no. a shit about the fact that he was placating working people, um, you know, as a privileged Kennedy member of Congress. Um, he was he was doing what they do best and mm -hmm. stood up there and, and, and placated the working people and, you know, rolled up. It's like he's rolling up his sleeves and standing in front of this car, like he's done. Yeah, like he, like, like he's done a like day's work in his of, life. Yeah, you know? it's like, like he doesn't have five Mustangs in his garage <laughs> at home, or or whatever, or or probably something way nicer than a than a fucking Mustang. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just it was. I thought it was in bad taste. I agree. Yeah, and uh, but liberals and liberals, and yeah, then they just fawned and, over it. Yeah, and I'm not gonna say it's. It's not, I guess, in some ways, you know, 
better than what could be the opposition in Trump or somebody else, but uh, it's not not at all the direction we need to go. And no. and uh, and like we've said, I mean, if anything, this is kind of indicative of the fact that these kind of bourgeois politicians are not going to have, you know, the interest of of the working class in mind. Right. So. Um, yeah, on that note, uh, we'll see where that goes, but beware, don't fall for that bullshit. No. Um, so, what do you think? I thought it was a good film. I yeah. Mean, I yeah. enjoyed it, like we talked about, uh, you know, next week, uh, I believe we're doing, uh, Warrior, which is a film from, uh, 2011? Sounds right. I think so. Um, Stars uh, Tom Hardy and and you uh, and no, not you and McGregor. Um, no, nope. Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. My um, goodness, I. That's a random name you pulled out. Yeah, I fucked that up bad. That's on um, me. We'll see. Warrior was 2011, and also uh, Nick Nolte's in there. It does a hell of a job. Um, yeah, there's uh, there's some different elements in that film. It's an older film, but. Uh, we're going to see what we can extract from it. Yeah, we're going to finally dive, dive uh, deeper back into the well. And, mm -hmm. and uh, there's, a, there's a bunch to talk about there. Yeah, we'll do that from time to time. You know, we'll try to, to uh, if there's a current film that's in theaters or was in theaters or has you know, been recognized fairly recently for something, we'll try and, and get to that first. And uh, then we'll try to kind of work our way th throughout uh, different classics and, and just films like that that... Uh, that you, you, you catch and you, you kind of, uh, you didn't realize there was some political things going on right, there. And yeah. Uh, you happen to watch it and realize it and uh, we'll see what we can get out of it. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, Chappaquiddick was solid. Yep. A lot of uh, uncomfortable things going on there, revelations that, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of those uh, folks still supporting Kennedys and, and uh, and those kinds of politicians need to kind of, you know, reconcile and, and just kind of reckon with, I guess. Um, but uh, that's all I've got. Yep. Sounds good. Well, uh, please uh, tune in next week for Warrior. Uh, again, we always appreciate everybody listening. And uh, we're new, so we appreciate your support anyway uh, that you can give it to us. Um, if you find us on iTunes, a rating and review would be great. Um, Check us out on on Castos. Yeah, that's our new host. So, um, yeah. ad free. Yeah. Uh, so we appreciate you again. All right, signing off. Thanks everybody. In solidarity.